Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now, you see what happened here is what happens with many. Instead of rising up and meeting the devil with the word of God and commanding his power to be broken, they yield to the devil. Now, why do they yield? Why did he yield? Why do these people we spoke about? You see, because they had no foundation of God's word in their life. They're dependent on others to carry them with their prayers or their faith. And that might work temporarily, but what you're going to get permanently is on your own faith. And what you're going to maintain is on your own faith. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Healing, How to Receive It and How to Keep It by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Two weeks later, he's back in the meeting, sitting in the second seat from the front. I got up to preach. I saw him sitting there leaning on his cane. I saw him with his hearing aid on. Before I ever preached my sermon, I said, Isn't that the fellow that was healed two weeks ago here? For several days around here, talking and all right? He didn't even hear me with his hearing aid on. Finally, his daughter spoke up and said, Yes, Brother Hagen, this is he. I said, Bring him up here. She turned and said, Sitting right beside of him. See, I'm in the pulpit. I said, Bring him up here. She said, He wants you. He said, Eh? She said, He wants you to come up there. Just shouting right in his ear, right next to him. He said, Eh? She said, Brother Hagen wants you up there. So she got him up, and I'll tell you, with his cane and with her holding on to him, he wobbled around, you know, just like a fellow that's drunk. Finally, she got him up there. I said, what happened to you? He said, eh? I said, what happened to you? He said, eh? I said, what happened to you? Oh, he said, I, I lost my healing. Well, I said, how'd you lose it? Well, he said, and I, to, to get him where he could hear me, I went ahead and ministered to him, got one ear open instantly. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Finally got the ear, other ear open, he could hear perfectly, took his hearing aid off, heard a watch tick out of either ear. Then I could talk to him. He's still on his cane there, though. And I said to him, uh, what happened? Well, he said, you know, I was around here for three or four days and just heard perfectly, walked perfectly, had no symptoms. In fact, he said, I never have had any more symptoms or pain with the prostate gland trouble. But he said, it all started with my hearing. For a minute or two a day, it'd just go and come. Go off and come back on. And then five minutes, and then ten minutes, and then fifteen minutes. And finally the third day, an hour at a time. And then it just went off and didn't come back on. So I dug this old hearing aid out and put it on. And then he said he couldn't hardly hear with it. I said, I noticed that. He said, uh, I said, now let me tell you exactly. When the first symptom struck your ears... You said, I thought the Lord healed me, but I guess he didn't, didn't you? You said that to yourself. He looked at me and his eyes got big and and he said, well, you must be a mind reader. <laughs> or a fortune teller. I said, no, I'm not reading your mind or telling your fortune either one. 
I didn't get it out of my head. I got it out of my spirit. Besides that, I know you had to open the door to the devil for him to come back and put it on you. Well, he said, that's exactly what I thought. I said, well, when you did that, you just said, come on back in, Mr. Devil, put it on. And so we got him completely healed again. And I spent 45, I just had him to stand up. I stand up and preach all the time. So I just had him stand right in front of me. And I said to the congregation, now listen, you, you folks can all listen in if you want to, but I'm talking to him, not talking to you anyhow. But if you want to listen in on our conversation, all right with me, I'm going to teach him how to resist the devil and stay healed. And I talked to him 45 minutes. I saw him five years later when he was 77 years old. He had no hearing aid. He had no walking stick. Hallelujah. Never had any prostate gland operation. No more trouble. Said to me, never felt any better in my life. I saw him five years after then, 10 years from the original date, when he was 82 years old, and bless God, he's in one of my meetings, still healed, no, 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 no uh, hearing aid, no stick, no cane, no operation, just said, Brother Hagin, I'll tell you, the last 10 years have been the best years of my life. You took time to teach. You took time to teach me. And so I changed right then and began to take time to teach people. Praise God, to hold fast that which they had. Now, you see what happened here is what happens with many. Instead of rising up and meeting the devil with the word of God and commanding his power to be broken, they yield to the devil. Now, why do they yield? Why did he yield? Why do these people we spoke about? You see, because they had no foundation of God's word in their life. They're dependent on others to carry them with their prayers or their faith. And that might work temporarily, but what you're going to get permanently is on your own faith. And what you're going to maintain is on your own faith. So they had no foundation in their lives. They're like the man who built his house on the sand, you know, and the storm came and destroyed it. But the, things for you, the thing for you to do is to get to know the Lord himself through the word. I like something that Smith Wigglesworth said. He said, I can't understand God by feelings. I can't understand Jesus Christ by feelings. I understand God by what the word said about him. I understand God by what the, the Bible says about him. He's everything the word says he is. And then he'd go on to say, get to know the Lord through the word. Hallelujah. That's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. You see, when you know that by his stripes you are healed, or as Peter said, you were, and if we were, then I was. When you know that surely he has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains, when you know himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses, when you know that in your heart, in your spirit, in your inner man, just like you know in your head that two plus two is four, then the devil will have no power over you. That'll be the end of that. When you know the power and the authority of the name of Jesus and that you have a right, praise God, a, a biblical right, a scriptural right, to that name, then the devil will have no power over you and when symptoms come or whatever, you will not be filled with fear. You will just simply laugh at the devil and say, Satan, did you know that you were whipped? Jesus whipped him. Now you leave my body and he'll leave. Friends, no one can maintain his healing which has come as a result of another's faith or some through gifts of the Spirit and so on unless his faith is developed through the Word of God so he can maintain his own rights in his redemption in Christ Jesus. 
I remember I was holding a meeting for a friend of mine a number of years ago. And some alarming symptoms showed up in my body. I was already asleep, but I was awake at 1.30 in the morning. And here were these alarming symptoms. I knew something about them because, see, I'd been bedfast. And it had a heart condition. The doctor said, you know, it could die any minute. And I had some severe symptoms in, in, my, in the region of my heart, my chest, you see. And the devil said to my mind, uh-huh, you're going to die. That's exactly what's going to happen to you. Just been lucky that you got by along this far, you know. Remember what the doctor said? <laughs> that sounds just like him, don't it? See? This is one time you're not going to get your healing. Kept saying to my mind, you're like a voice speaking to your mind. Well, I didn't want to disturb the pastor and his wife one thirty in the morning. I was staying in the parted with them. Uh, their bedroom is down the hall from me, but so I wouldn't disturb them, I pulled the covers in the wintertime. I pulled the cover up over my head and just started laughing. <laughs> now, I didn't feel like laughing. I, there, there is such a thing as laughing inspired by the Spirit of God. Well, you just can't help it, you know. Just, just, you know. But no, I just put this one on. I just made myself do it. I just started saying, ha, 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 you know, he don't like to be laughed at any more than you do. What are you laughing at me about? I said, you said I'm not going to get healed. That's right, that's right. You're not going to get healed. And I said, ha, ha, Mr. Devil. I don't expect to get healed. What in the world do I want to get it for? Jesus has already got it for me. Now, I said, in case you can't read, I'll just read it to you. Read it, quote it to you in the nighttime. I said, amen. Amen. Peter 2.24, I said to him, said, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we have been dead to sin shall live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. Now if we were, I was. So I don't have to get it. Jesus has already got it. Because he's got it for me, I accept it and claim it and have it. Now you just gather up your little symptoms and get out of here. And you never saw anybody scurry about as fast in your life and gather up all their belongings and take off. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, you, you see, the Bible said resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Now, I don't know what some folks are waiting on before they start resisting. Maybe they're only a little kid. I saw, as a little kid, I saw a picture in the paper some cartoonist drew of the devil. They had him with long, this fellow's down in Texas, see, and he had the devil with a long horn, like one of those long horn steers in Texas, you know. He had long horns out here and a long tail, you know, and hoofs and a pitchfork, you know. Maybe they wait until something like that comes along before they start resisting. But friends, anything that is of the devil, resist it, and you're resisting the devil. Are you listening to me? When doubt comes, just say doubt. I always did through the years. Doubt, I resist you. I refuse to doubt. When fear comes, I speak to it. I said, fear, I resist you. I refuse to fear. When sickness comes, I speak to it. I say, sickness, I refuse to, to be sick. I refuse sickness. I resist you in Jesus' name. You must go. And away it goes. Hallelujah. I've got that right. Now, one pastor said, I did not know the man, but I know the pastor. So I accept his word. I know he's not a liar. He's a man of God. 
he's going to be with the Lord now, but he was a great man of God. And there was a man in his church that had come in and got saved. Oh, he's about, I guess, in his 30s somewhere when he got saved. But he was a crippled man. He'd been crippled all his life. He's born that way. One of his feet was turned in. Rita, he had a special made shoe on this foot. But Rita looked like he's walking on his ankle, you see, because the foot was turned completely over, you see. And then, this, and then deformed, you know. And it's a special shoe, you know, on that foot. And then it was shorter than the other, so it had to be built up, you know, for several, four or five inches, you see. And, uh, and then he hobbled along on that, you see. Well, he got saved, got the baptism in the Holy Ghost. He'd been ministered to and prayed for a number of different times. Finally, somebody was there in the church with a, re- a healing revival, laid hands on him, and blessed God, that foot just straightened out and grew the same length of the other one, you know. And he went and got him normal pair of shoes for the first time in life when he's 40-some-odd years old. He had been, he'd been in the church for several years now, see, before he received. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Healing Package, which includes the three CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, Healing, How to Receive It and How to Keep It, plus the paperback book by Ken Hagan, The Healers in Your House. Both powerful resources are just $19.95. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. In July 22nd through 28th, camp meeting coming up. So come on out, be with us at camp meeting. Want to watch Rama events anytime, anywhere? Then download the Rama app on your iPhone, iPad, or Android. Also, check us out on ROKU. Get details online at rama.org. Join us next week as we begin a new teaching series by Ken Hagan. Healing Forever Settled. That's next week, right here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.